0: And welcome to another episode of Skincare and Scandals. This is Alicia. And unfortunately, we are sans Nicole this week. She is handling some very important business at the moment, but she will be joining us again next week. So in the meantime, I have decided to bring you a solo episode. Charlotte Tilbury, the very popular makeup company, was sued by a celebrity over an eyebrow pencil. Now, before we dig into the scandal, let's talk a little bit about Charlotte Tilbury. For those of you who are not familiar, this is another one of those companies that's similar to Estee Lauder or our beloved Sunday Riley that we talked about in our first episode. But Charlotte Tilbury is an actual makeup artist. She's based in Britain, born in London originally. She is the founder and president of Charlotte Tilbury Beauty Limited. Now, Charlotte Tilbury, the lady, has been in the makeup business for a very long time. She started her career in makeup and then ultimately launched a YouTube channel and then started her own beauty brand in 2013 called Charlotte Tilbury Beauty Limited. Now, Charlotte has had incredible success in the beauty industry. She really has made a name for herself and, I mean, had an incredible career. And she's not She's not that old. So, Charlotte's worked with celebrities like Kate Moss, Kim Kardashian. Charlotte has also worked for fashion weeks in New York, Milan, and Paris. She has acted as a makeup director for brands like Prada, Chloe, Alexander McQueen. And then she's also collaborated with designers Tom Ford and Burberry on beauty campaigns. So, as you can see, she has an incredible career outside of her makeup company. And You know, over the last decade, her makeup company has just grown and grown and grown in popularity. For those of you out there who are familiar with Charlotte Tilbury products, you may be familiar with the Pillow Talk line of items. This is one of my favorites, but it is that perfect nude, slightly blush color of just about everything. There are eyeshadow palettes, there's lipsticks, there's lip slicks, there's cheek Colors. I think she actually calls them cheek glows, mascara. I mean, tons and tons of stuff. Lip pencils. The Lip Slick is actually the Pillow Talk item that I own. It's like this, this great, not a lip gloss, but it's got a little bit of staying powder. It's really great. One of my other favorite items is called the Airbrush Flawless Finish. If you are out there looking for a great setting powder or finishing powder, I'm telling you, this is your product. The weird thing is, is it only comes in four colors, which doesn't really make a lot of sense because typically if you're looking for some sort of powder to go on top of your foundation, there's going to be like 15 or 20 (laughs) colors that you can pick from, but I'm telling you, there is just something magical about this stuff. So if you're looking for a setting powder or a finishing powder, I highly recommend the flawless finish. It is great. But what we're talking about today is actually an eyebrow pencil and it's called, it actually is still sold on the Charlotte Tilbury beauty website. It's called the Brow Lift Pencil. It's one of those eyebrow pencils that goes on smooth. It doesn't require sharpening or anything like that. Tons and tons of companies sell this, this particular type of eyebrow pencil. But What happened with this particular eyebrow pencil was there was a celebrity out there who got connected to one of the eyebrow pencil colors, seemingly without her consent. And for a period of time, there was an eyebrow pencil color called the Brooke S. Now, if you're familiar with the connection between Brooke S and eyebrows, then you'll automatically know that the connection is Brooke Shields. So this was back in. 2019-ish timeframe. And Shields was, as the story goes, out shopping in early 2019 and found out that her name, Brooke S., was stamped on an eyebrow pencil created by the Charlotte Tilbury Beauty Company and thus initiated the lawsuit. Now, the lawsuit actually occurred in Los Angeles, California, It was filed in state court, and as we've always stated, all of these documents are available for public viewing. It's all public record. We encourage you to go out there and read these documents for yourself. But as I'm bringing this information to you today, I can tell you that I've gotten a chance to take a look at the complaint that was filed by Brooke Shields' attorneys, and gotten a chance to to breeze through it. It's not very long; it's an easy, relatively easy read. But one of the things that they allege in the complaint was that Brooke Shields has actually been in the makeup space for a long time. So, if you're familiar with Brooke Shields at all, she's been an actress in Hollywood for decades upon decades. She's had an absolutely incredible career, starting from a very young age. Her eyebrows are iconic in the same way that you might think of Amelia Clark or Cara Delevingne. It's just, it it just sort of makes her, her. And so according to the lawsuit, Brooke Shields had been actually collaborating with Mac Cosmetics, another very popular cosmetic line to create what's called an icon collection. And so at that time, Mac was actually collaborating with individuals like Diana Ross and Raquel Welch, who are also very popular and have had long, incredible careers to sort of create these these items within the Mac product line that are connected to those names. And the lawsuit states that Shields actually spent about two years working with Mac to develop some eyebrow products, including an eyebrow pencil. Now the eyebrow pencil, according to the lawsuit was not named after Brooke Shields specifically. The name was actually the Velux Brow Liner, but they do go on to mention that her eyebrows, her actual eyebrows have been subject of multiple news articles and magazines and other stories. And that Vogue actually ran a story entitled, and I quote, 17 times Brooke Shields' eyebrows were the best thing in the room. I mean, can you be any more iconic with like one facial feature if there's an entire article quoting all the times that your eyebrows took over a room? I mean, I think she's definitely got some standing here. So I have a picture of what the website used to look like when the brow tint eyebrow pencil was actually called the Brook S. And if you look at the website today, like I mentioned, the brow lift is still, the item is still listed on the website, but it says all of the colors have actually been discontinued. Now, one thing I thought was very interesting is the colors are actually renamed. And so if you sort of drift your mouse across the colors. There are five colors there. And the color that was the fairest is called fair brow. And it was previously called grace K, which I think we can probably assume grace Kelly. You move along and it says the next color is star brow, a little bit darker, previously called Rita move across luscious brow, which has no previous name. So I think we could maybe assume that that was potentially the Brooke S color moving along supermodel brow previously called supermodel. And then the darkest color called perfect brow was previously called Naomi. So possible that that's named after a famous Naomi, Possibly, we don't know, but we do know that all of these products were renamed and now all of them are discontinued, even though they are still available to view on the website. So that's a little interesting. So as we, as we continue on reading about this, this particular lawsuit, one of the things that the plaintiff, that being Brooke Shields, seemed to take issue with and is actually outlined in the complaint that was filed was that there was a Teen Vogue article, which the complaint says was actually attached to the complaint, but I was not able to see it, but they do describe it. And it says in that Teen Vogue article, Charlotte Tilbury actually stated that she named the product for Shields. And that's a little problematic here because they're stating that Tilbury never sought nor secured permission from Shields herself to use her name in connection with the advertising and marketing of a product. And so that's just sort of on a global scale. That's problematic when someone is utilizing the name, even if it's in the most innocent of purposes, when a famous person's name is being utilized to seemingly promote a product to get higher sales or to see some sort of benefit, then that's going to be problematic if that individual, one, didn't give you permission to do that. And then two, certainly they're not seeing any sort of benefit from use of their name. So I think this is a fair assumption. Again, you know, this is... Brooke Shields' version of the events because her attorneys are the ones that drafted the complaint. But the complaint says that the product named for Shields falsely suggests that it was endorsed by her uh, and that it's going to attract consumers hoping to emulate her signature look. I mean, I think that's a fair assumption. I mean, you know, why else would they name the product after her? And again, it's not that the eyebrow pencil is named Brooke Shields, it's named Brooke S. But again, I think it's sort of fair if she has these iconic eyebrows, so much, so much so that she's had multiple articles written about her eyebrows. And then all of a sudden, there's an eyebrow pencil. I think it would be different if it was like a lipstick called Brooke. You know, we just got done talking about our Housewives episode. Think about if someone named a lipstick Lisa R. Uh, Lisa Renna might have a problem with that. Her lips are iconic. everyone, everyone recognizes her, and that's part of the reason. You know, it would be the same way again, if there was an eyebrow pencil named Kara D. Uh, you know, could we assume that that was based off of Kara Delavine? Probably. So I think it just kind of goes to show that the connection to the item itself is what made it so clearly related to Brooke. And then, of course, That admission in Teen Vogue probably didn't really help. So Brooks, through her lawyers, sued. uh, There are two different claims in the complaint, basically alleging that the defendants used Shield's name to both promote, market, and advertise, that they used Shield's name to one, promote, two, market, and then three, advertise the product for their commercial benefit. Without her authorization or consent, so I've mentioned defendants in here a couple of times. What's really interesting is that Brooke Shields didn't just sue Charlotte Tilbury Beauty Inc. It does not look like Charlotte Tilbury individually was sued. It was just the company, but Bergdorf Goodman, Bloomingdale's, j c. Penny, Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, Sephora, A series of John Doe's uh, and then two other corporations were actually sued as well. And many of these additional defendants were stores that were actually selling the product. I did think that it was interesting that it wasn't just the original creating company that it was also all of the subsequent stores along the retail chain that also got tagged as defendants. So this case was filed. I'm looking at the date here. It looks like May 8th of 2019. So it looks like Shields hopped to it. If the story in the complaint is sort of the timeline that, that everything happened, And she found out about this while shopping in early 2019. She really jumped to action pretty quickly if the complaint is filed in May, because that's still pretty early in the year. One thing that we do come to find out through all of this, though, was that everything resolved relatively quickly. Now, if you're familiar with the legal field really at all, you know that civil litigation can drag on for a really long time. I mean, years and years. What was really interesting to me was that even though this case started at the beginning of May in 2019, it was fully resolved and dismissed by the beginning of December in the same year that's incredibly fast. (laughs) That is just incredibly fast. So what we see, we and I'm looking strictly at the docket that it can be located through the Superior Court of California for the County of Los Angeles. I'm looking at the docket and there's a document description filed on November 6th of 2019 that says notice of settlement. Now, of course, settlements are confidential. We will probably never know what the settlement Is it just says notice of settlement. So I think we can assume that the case was actually settled because the very next next docket entry is December 11th of 2019. And it says request for dismissal. That's really when the case ends. So we can assume the different types of things. We can pontificate about what the settlement might have been, but we probably will never know. There's a lot of sanctions that are involved if parties ever disclose the substance of a settlement. So if everybody is smart and I'm assuming they are all brilliant individuals, they will never say anything and no one will ever know what the settlement is. Now, regardless of what the settlement actually was, what we know for a fact is that there is no more Brooke S on the Charlotte Tilbury website. There is not even a whiff of the Brook S as a previously known as, or a formerly known as item. And even the brow lift, super brow line of this particular eyebrow pencil, all of the colors have been discontinued anyway. And the it doesn't look like the item is really ever going to come back. It might be reformulated and reintroduced later once, you know, maybe they come up with some new names or something like that. You know, I thought this case was actually really interesting because You know, you don't really think about necessarily when someone has really spent a lot of time creating and developing a brand relationship and working on products that their name is specifically going to be attached to. It would make sense, I think, that, you know, you would maybe be frustrated when someone tried to just sort of toss your name in on or tag you on another product just to kind of enhance sales a little bit. You know, it looks like from, again just from what the complaint said that Brooke has been working for a really long time with MAC Cosmetics and you know at least in her eyes there was a very real concern that that could disrupt the partnership that she has with MAC you know that could also put her in a bad situation with MAC Cosmetics if the if MAC Cosmetics thought that she was potentially stepping out and working with other companies outside of their agreement so it makes sense why Brooke would want to step in and sort of protect that interest and make sure that everything not only stays good with her and Mac, but then everything is resolved kind of moving forward with her name attached to any other products at all. So, but again, pretty interesting. I never, (laughs) I never thought that one of our scandals would actually end up being a lawsuit over an eyebrow pencil, but you know, here we are. So I hope you all learned a little bit about this particular scandal. It seems like it was a relatively short-lived scandal. There's not a lot of information out there on the internet. If you Google Brooke Shields lawsuit or Charlotte Tilbury lawsuit or anything like that, there's not a ton of information. So it doesn't sound like Anything was really contentious. It doesn't sound like anybody is like complaining about anything. Not really a ton of news interest either. So that's really it for the scandal involving Charlotte Tilbury and the case of the supermodel eyebrow pencil. Hopefully, you will have the fabulous Nicole back next week with me, and we will be talking about even more scandals in the skincare industry before I go, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and on TikTok at skincare and scandals. You can find both me and Nicole there. You can send us messages through our Gmail address, skincare and at gmail.com. Or if you look in the show notes for each episode, you'll find our phone number that you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail message. And we'll see you next time. Bye.